Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bears fans, it's time for On the Clock with the score zone Mark Grody covering the latest on another potential historic draft. Featuring experts and analysis on this red-hot off-season storyline. That's the headline of the league right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. Here's Mark Grody. What a day here in Indianapolis, Indiana at the NFL Combine. The stars were speaking today, and the the biggest of the stars in a long time here at the Combine, Caleb Williams was front and center, and that will be the centerpiece of this show. And we welcome you all into... On the clock here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Hope you guys are all doing great on a Friday night. I know you guys are exiting work, probably on your way to someplace pretty cool, maybe happy hour. And so this is a great time. It's going to be a great hour for you here as we talk about the Bears and Caleb Williams up until 10 o'clock tonight. I do apologize if if it sounds a little bit echoey here in Indianapolis as I'm in one of the conference rooms at the convention center. I keep waiting for my meeting with Ryan Poles, and so far I've just been sitting here for hours, and so far it's not happening. So I'm sure that you guys can get through that, and I know that you guys understand that as well. Coming up also on this show, in a little bit, we will speak to NFL insider Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network. We'll talk to him a lot about Caleb Williams. We'll also ask him about Justin Fields and some broader questions about the NFL Network. So Tom Pelissero coming up in a little bit bit with some information for you. I don't believe that we're going to have time to take phone calls on this show, but I definitely have the the text message thread open for you, and I'm always checking that. So if you want to contribute in that way and interact with me here on The Score, I'd love it. 312-644-6767. Again, 312-644-6767. If you want to play along with me here on the text line, you could also play along with me 
on Twitter. I will have my Twitter page open as well if you want to contact me or make comments at any time. Um, at Mark Grody Sports is the way to do it. I'm on Instagram, Mark underscore Grody. Uh, love it if you follow me and interact with me there as well. I do like the interaction. My DMs are open, all of that uh, good stuff. To set the scene for you here in Indianapolis, it has been, I have to tell you, Every day here feels like Vegas. And here, yeah, I'm the first person ever and probably the last person ever to compare Indianapolis to Las Vegas. But the days are extraordinarily long. Every day feels like two or three days just in terms of everything that is going on, all the players there, and just navigating everything that's going on at the NFL combine. And, of course, then their social life, too. It, you know, it... Hey, you make places what they are, you know, and Indianapolis is an absolutely lovely town. But the scene today, that the Eastern time, Caleb Williams was to speak at 9 a.m. And when you have a guy like that, typically even with any, even last year with, with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, when I was here for those guys, you got to get a place early at the combine because there's going to be 75 to 100 people trying to get questions in to whomever is up there in this case Caleb Williams so (laughs) I was camped out there at seven o'clock this morning staking out my spot so I could get some good make sure that everybody could hear the recording that I had and make sure that I could get in a couple questions but this is all to tell you about what the attention that Caleb Williams is commanding the biggest crowd that I've seen here it's not like I've been covering this thing forever I've been doing this since 2018 it's by far the biggest crowd that I have seen for any player up at the podium so the anticipation for a guy that we'd like to call generationally talented was immense today and I I'll tell you he he was great he was great um probably and maybe I'm overrating it a little bit just because we've heard so much about him and some of the potential red flags. So you just, again, you fold your arms and say, okay, what are we going to get from this guy? I've been hearing all this stuff and he's okay. He should have a clean slate with you. He's got a clean slate with me. And I thought he comported himself really well, answering all the questions, a lot of tough questions that he had to answer as well. None of us were holding back when it came to that. So we're going to hear from some of that here in uh, in just a little bit. Um, yeah, this was an incredibly important day, I think, for everybody to, you know, for, for GMs, to have their meetings with him and then for everybody to get a little bit of perspective on who this kid really is. Because to us here in in the Midwest or in Chicago, there's a lot of stuff about Caleb Williams that is a mystery to us and not seeing him every day, not talking to him every day, not being able to feel him out every day. So yeah, I thought that this was an incredibly important day. And I'm going to tell you something right now before we get to some of this Caleb Williams. This is happening, folks. Caleb Williams is going to be a Chicago Bear. It is, it, I mean, you could just feel it. The way he answered questions about the Bears relative to the way he answered questions about other teams because other reporters from other cities saying, like, hey, Washington here, you know, how did the meeting go with what? He was not as, um, I don't know what the word is. I'm going to use enthusiastic about the other teams and didn't really wasn't as complete but when he spoke about the bears it did feel different and he didn't do anything to push back so this is happening caleb williams is is going to be a bear remember when we thought too that 
Caleb Williams didn't want to come to Chicago when those reports started to surface. It was, I think I, I was actually on the air that day when Kalen Kaler started to report some of the stuff about Caleb Williams and potentially not wanting to go to Chicago and his dad pushing pushing off on on that. And I was actually on the air with Dan Bernstein that day, and it was kind of kind of heartbreaking when all that stuff came up. You're like, oh no, here we go again. There's always got to be an issue with the Bears quarterback. Well, based on what I heard Caleb Williams and answering the question specifically on what intrigues him about going to the Bears, listen to his tone here when he answers that question. I mean, the Bears are, was an eight and nine team last year, um, I believe. And uh, seven and seven to ten, sorry, and and um, you know that's that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick, um, and and they got a good defense, um, they got good players on offense, um, and and you know it's it's pretty exciting, you know, if you could go into a situation like that. Caleb, the Bears have been around more than a hundred years. They haven't had a whole lot of dominant quarterback play. Yep. Does that intimidate you at all? Whole lot of dominant quarterback play? No. Nah. No, not at all. Um, I don't compare myself to the other guys, um, you know, that's there or been there. Um, I think I'm my own player, and, um, you know, I, I, I tend to like to, you know, create history and, and rewrite history. Yeah, that's a tendency that he has. <laughs> I love the wording of that. Create history and rewrite history. Okay. I like the idea of that for a Chicago Bears quarterback. So he sees what we see. That it is unconventional for a seven-win team to have the number one overall pick. So it sounds to me like if he had some sort of weird fear or lack of desire to go to Chicago because the success rate has been horrible for quarterbacks historically, then I think that he he kind of put that away today. And there's more proof of it, but I thought that that was really good right off the bat, but that he sees it the way a lot of us see it. Let's get to the business now of the the part, the red flag part, the part that has scared a lot of us about Caleb Williams, and that is his um, lack of desire to cooperate with everything that is going on down here at the combine as in he's like I don't want to throw I'm not gonna do the medicals while I'm here and here's what Caleb Williams had to say about all that yeah so for the medical stuff I'll be doing the medical stuff just not here in Indy I'll be doing it at the team interviews um you know not 32 teams can draft me Uh, there's only one of me um and so uh the teams that I go to for my visit um you know those teams will have the the medical and and, and that'd be it. I didn't feel the need to, to go out and throw. Um, I played around 30-some games, I believe. Uh, go ahead and go watch real real live ball of me and uh, see how I am as a competitor. See, now that made me feel better. Did that make you feel better if you're listening right now? Absolutely. I mean, it, it actually, there is some logic involved in that, that you know, he's not going to play for 32 teams why does everybody have to get the medicals and the fact that he did say that when he does his pro days and the bears will be one of those teams the bears can poke and prod and find out everything about caleb williams so from a bears perspective don't even worry about it that he is gonna take care of those things and he'll throw for the bears the bears will have a better idea about everything if they felt like they needed all of that kind of stuff so that was put to rest for me Then there's the other part, too, with some of the critiques that he has been getting. One of those, just to 
sort of cherry pick some of the things that have been going on that we've we've read about. There was him, Caleb Williams, and the the crying scene with his parents that some people are like, huh, I don't know, he's crying after a game, you know, does, it, does he have what it takes? Here's, here's how Caleb Williams handled those types of questions. Yeah, there's not many people in the world to get to experience what I experience every, every game day, every practice day. Um, you know, so it kind of goes back to, um, you know, it kind of, it always kind of goes back to that for me. It's, you know, it's something that I only get to experience. Um, it's something that I really care about. Um, which is not only winning the game, but, you know, doing it with my teammates. And so every time we lose, I feel like I let my teammates down. Again, very acceptable answer. I don't really care about that anyway, but I know a lot of people have. So, you know, look, thinking that somehow he's eccentric with the painting of the nails or too emotional because of the crying scene. So I just felt like so much of this stuff, that he knew the hard questions were coming and he seemed to answer them not only correctly, but there's, he seemed to be genuine in the, in the way that he was answering these questions. Another thing that Ryan Poles said to us way back on Tuesday was kind of went into this cool little thing about the different types of quarterbacks that exist in the league that or at least the good ones that they're they're either a surgeon or an artist Peyton Manning would be like the most quintessential artist or, or surgeon remember he was he was absolutely surgical in his day you know, with timing and just depending on receivers to be in the right place, and he he he's completely mastered that. Then there's the part where you're an artist, and the best example of that would be Patrick Mahomes. So Caleb Williams was asked in which category he falls. I've actually heard that about the artist or, or surgeon thing, and um, I like to I like to think that when it's time to be surgical, you you know it's it's time to be surgical. Um, you know, there's been many games where uh, it gets late in the game, and, and I've and I've ran or scrambled, and, and you know, threw a crazy pass. That's that's been the artist, the magician. Um, and then and then you know, there's been times where even you know, when I hurt my hamstring and I couldn't run, um, I sat in the pocket the whole time. You know, the rest of the game and and, and delivered the ball. So he's both. <laughs> that's clearly what Caleb Williams is. So those are some of the the cuts from. Caleb Williams today, the ones that I thought were were most important. Um, yeah, I mean, it was the, the day finally came today that we all got to see him and hear from him. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of you listened to the press conference to hear a lot of what was was going on with him. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Just looking at the the text line right now um, from the seven seven three. Am I the only one excited for Justin's revenge game? The Bears did him dirty. I guess that one I don't understand. The The Bears did him dirty. I know that that theme has been out there. I think the only time Justin Fields was really done dirty in his Bears career was his first start in Cleveland where he was sacked nine times and nobody... And look, Justin Fields wasn't ready, but they did not prepare him properly. And that goes back to the Matt Nagy, Bill Lazor, John Filippo offense. So none of those guys are here. But in my opinion, the only time that he was done dirty was that year. Um, and, and look, you can... 
I don't think he was done dirty with the lack of talent that he had in the first couple of years, and really his first year of starting a couple of years ago. But that could have been better. I mean, I'll say that for sure. But you know, on the other side of it, on the converse, you know, DJ Moore, great wide receiver, great connection with him, and unfortunately, Justin Fields was not able to bring that out in any of the other receivers on the roster, and the, the big one, of course, being Darnell Mooney. And you know, uh, obviously, you get a, you know something going with Cole Komet as well. But the bottom line is, Justin Fields was not done dirty by the Bears, as Ryan Paul said from the very beginning of this thing. This is an extraordinary circumstance with the talent that exists at the top of the quarterback board. So this is going to happen. Now, Justin Fields, I don't know. I'm not ready to prognosticate what the rest of his career is is going to be like, but I think there's like this assumption, or not an assumption, but a lot of people thinking, yeah, he goes someplace else and he's going to be great and the Bears are going to feel sorry. I, I I don't think so. I think that Justin Fields can be a good quarterback. I don't see great or superstar in his future. And we'll just see with Caleb Williams. I am not anointing him and saying that he is going to be a superstar, but everything is there. All the tools are there for Caleb Williams to be that, to be a superstar in the NFL. And I can't wait to get going in the OTAs and the training camp, and I'll be covering all of that, that stuff. Um, one thing too that happened at the at the combine that should be noted, you know, the, the wide receivers are fascinating, and we're going to hear from Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze a little bit later on. But as they were bringing out the quarterbacks today, they brought out Jaden Daniels. He was the first quarterback to speak, and then the second person that was supposed to speak was Marvin Harrison Jr. They put the name plate up there. You know, they switch out the name plates, put his name plate up there. And then a PR person from the NFL came out and just said, uh, we've had a change. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to talk today. So it was like, oh, man, you know, like what's going on here? And is that going to affect Caleb Williams? But obviously Caleb Williams came out there as well. But we did not hear from the you know the guy that everybody's calling the generational wide receiver so i don't know there could be a red flag and all of that as well coming up here on on the clock next more of your text messages 312-644-6767 also we are going to hear from nfl insider tom pelissero as he's going to be talking about justin fields and potential trade partners also, everything that, that his insights on Caleb Williams as well and his concerns about some of the peripheral stuff with Caleb Williams. So we'll talk to the NFL Network reporter coming up next. And then on the back end of the show, we're going to hear from some more players, including J.J. McCarthy and Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze, some of the other names that we've been talking a lot about at the Combine this week and that you've been hearing about now for a couple of months. This is... On the clock, I'm Mark Grody, Tyler Farringal, back in our downtown Chicago studios while I broadcast live from the Combine in Indianapolis on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's the first time I'm hearing about my height and size. I'm, you know, I'm around Aaron Rodgers' size and, and maybe weight, too. Uh, 215. Uh, 220 and 6162. Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock, featuring Mark Grody, right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Caleb Williams saying there's nothing to see here over people who might be concerned about his height and exactly how tall he is. There have been no official measurements that have come in. I guess that sounds right, between six feet and six foot one but uh, yeah I, I was the one that asked him that question I was a little bit surprised with the answer saying that he's this is the first time that he's heard that we have been trying to discern some of uh, me and some of the other reporters here about whether or not he was being sarcastic about that or I I thought he was being serious I mean he didn't appear to have a sarcastic look on his face but some of the other reporters thought that he was just kind of giving me a wink on that but Honestly, look, I like I said, um, he, I, I'm guessing he might be six one. He might be. I I didn't stand next to him, but as I said yesterday, even when I saw him in the hallways and wondered about his height, it's really not something in his case. In his case, because of the arm angles and his ability to create and all of that kind of stuff. In his case, I am not as worried about that with him. So he he did his best to debunk that as we officially welcome you back into on the clock i am mark grody i get to be with you up until seven o'clock then it'll be gabe ramirez and anthony heron talking about the the chicago bears as well well people still wondering about justin fields there has been no real news in terms of will and when will would justin fields get traded i mean there's some obvious potential trade partners with the big one being atlanta but nothing as of right now um i got a chance to talk to tom pelicero who is a newsbreaker for the nfl network and we began the conversation talking about justin fields 
Well, this is the natural starting point for a lot of those conversations um, every year. You know, if you're going to do trades, you're probably everybody's here. So those conversations, whether they're actually, you know, set meetings or they're just bumping into people in the hall, a lot of times that's where these things start. I would say to the extent that there certainly are signs pointing toward them going this direction. I've said this for over the past couple of months. Everything that they've done in this offseason would suggest to me that they plan to reboot and draft Caleb Williams and, and trade Justin Fields. However, you also want to gather all the data points. They hadn't met Caleb Williams until last night. So getting with him face-to-face, getting to know him, that's a piece of the puzzle. It's not the entire piece because he's a remarkable player. But if you come to the conclusion we're going to draft the quarterback here, you're probably moving on from Justin Fields, and I would think you would want to do it prior to the start of free agency just because the moment some of those other jobs start to fill up, when you're talking about a team making a commitment with a high draft pick, in all likelihood that you would be trading, maybe it might not be a one. They'd love to get a one. It might not be a one. But if you're trading a high draft pick and you're thinking we're going to potentially extend this guy too those are decisions you're going to want to make early in the process which when Ryan Pohl says I want to do right by Justin Fields I think the subtext to that is we want to do something before the start of free agency so he's not left without a spot in the carousel but there also there's no necessarily urgency you don't have to do it now if you don't like the offers you could hold Justin Fields all the way to the draft if you really want to do you mentioned the the meeting with with Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and Caleb Williams. What do you think the most important thing the Bears would need to know about Caleb Williams to clinch the idea that he could be a great quarterback in the NFL that we all expect? I think part of it's just a, a feel thing. I think that you know these are massive organizational decisions. Kevin Warren's here in, in Chicago as well. I mean, this is going all the way up to ownership. If you're talking about drafting a quarterback anywhere in the first round, much less number one overall. Everyone needs to be on board. With Caleb, you know, he's he, he's the first of, you know, the NIL babies who are really coming into the NFL in terms of he's been a professional quarterback for multiple years already. He's made millions and millions of dollars. He doesn't feel the need to play along with the entire dog and pony show here. That's the reason he came in a day later than all the other quarterbacks. He's not throwing. He's not running. He's not working out. He's not even doing the medical, which... You talk to veteran scouts, nobody really remembers a player, not including the COVID year because that was different. There wasn't really a combine. Nobody remembers a player who just is saying, I'm not doing it. You look to other sports like the NBA, it's been like over a decade since a top pick went through the combine for the NBA. So he's not doing something that's never been done, but he is doing things that have not been done in the NFL. I think that a big part of it is going to be figuring out, because listen, you know that he's an incredibly dynamic player. But is he going to, number one, ramp up quickly enough as a player that none of this other stuff matters? And number two, is all this other stuff going to be things that, again, as a guy who's been a professional essentially since he was 18 years old and whose dad has been a big influence in terms of like setting him up and the branding and the business and all that stuff, is he going to be able to manage all that when now you hand him an even larger check and come into the NFL? It seems like he's a very mature kid who has been around it through his whole life and done the quarterback camps growing up. He's been groomed for this moment, but you still want to know. Um, you just want to know who you're bringing into the building. There's nothing wrong. There's no deep, dark secrets with him. It's more so he's doing so many things differently, not having an agent, a lot of non-football people, the brand. He's got, a, I think, a male grooming product. He's got all kinds of different things. Is football the number one thing, and is he 
going to be a guy who you're going to be looking back five years from now and saying there should never have been a question he was the number one pick. Is the medical thing just a power play? I'm not going to do it because I don't have to? Or do you think it's like, ah, well, they might find something and why do I put myself through that? Well, immediately, you know, the the question I heard from team, because I heard a week or so ago that he was not going to do the medical, was like, what's he hiding? And the answer from the end of Caleb, and I haven't talked directly to Caleb about this, I hope to get a chance to do it tomorrow, but my understanding is the thinking would be, listen, I'm probably going number one overall. It's either the Bears or it's somebody on a short list of teams that trades up to number one to get me. Why am I going to give my private medical info to all 32 teams? There are very few players who can get away with that line of thinking. Caleb is probably in that category. You are certainly going to talk to, especially like old school scouts, who are just going to say, dude, just do the normal process. Show up to Indy, you don't even have to throw because guys don't throw all the time. But show up, do the medical, do the interviews, show up on time, don't take a private jet in. Like, just just be one of the guys. But again, I don't know that anything Caleb Williams does or says or doesn't do or doesn't say over the next two months is going to stop him from going number one. So he's he's just looking at this from a different perspective. And I think that when you explain it as, listen, you're not getting me. You know, it's no different than Deion Sanders back in the day refusing to meet with the Giants because, like, dude, I am not going to be there at number six or whatever they were drafting. You know, it, it's not that far off from it. And so, but we'll see. I mean, the, the pre-draft process can be really good for the Caleb Williams brand or can be potentially not as good for the Caleb Williams brand. Caleb Williams, the player, probably not impacted. I think all of that extra stuff, one good thing is that, you know, Ryan Poles talked about, talks about often how, he wants to find somebody that can handle Chicago, you know, a big market, and just the expectations of quarterback are out of control here. So I think that that probably bodes well. I mean, he'd come, I think he can handle the bright lights of any big market, don't you? Well, and I, and I wasn't, you know, in the meeting last night, but I'd imagine one of the things that you're probably challenging Caleb Williams on any of these teams you're interviewing him was, why was it not as good last year? 2022, you're the Heisman Trophy winner. You're the clear cut. You would have been the number one pick in the draft last year, even with Bryce Young in that draft. This year, there's a lot of different environmental factors in terms of, you know, changes on the coaching staff, changes on the players around you. But it also, you know, we've all seen the photos on his social media and living in, you know, a penthouse and all those things. Like, what happened? You know, a big part of it, and there's a lot of rules now about what you can and can't ask and how, you know, respectfully you're supposed to answer questions, but teams can still push guys. And I would think... Again, not saying the Bears did this because I wasn't in their interview, but I would think a lot of teams want to challenge him a little bit on what matters. Like, was it these other things? Were you distracted last year? Was it not as important to you? Those are all, I think, important questions, all of which is to say, again, I don't know that any of this ultimately matters. But you think that the questions are going to be hard that you're getting in the meetings here. Imagine the firing squad in the Chicago media. If you come out and you don't play well in the early going, and then you're posting whatever for whatever brand, these are real things. I mean, ask, ask Russell Wilson about it. You know, ask, ask Kyler Murray about it. When If you're not playing well at certain points and you've got other things going on in social media and everything else, it becomes a thing, especially in a market like Chicago. Last thing, is there any rhyme or reason to some of the other teams that were on the list of wanting or having met with Caleb Williams, like such as Minnesota wanting to meet with him, both New York teams wanting to meet with him? I get it. Everybody wants to meet with Caleb Williams, but is there any rhyme or reason to it? Well, the Jets one was the most interesting because they've got a 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles injury. They owe a lot of guaranteed money this year. Uh-huh. Uh, that he's not going anyplace. But remember, like, you do these interviews with all the players because, yeah, even if you can't get up there and get them, 
you this might be your only opportunity to talk to the guy because like Caleb Williams is not getting on a plane to Minnesota. He's not he's not doing a visit there. You're at number eleven. He's not going there. If you want to get your fifteen minutes with him, and then whether it's in this draft and all of a sudden you have the opportunity to go up and get him, or more likely, let's say two years from now, there's changes in Chicago or Caleb wants out or whatever. You're going to want to have some exposure to them so you know it. That's what. That's why you interview all these guys whenever you can because you want to have the database. Intel. Yeah. Every team scouts quarterbacks every year. You can have the best quarterback in the league. I guarantee you the Chiefs are still scouting the quarterbacks. They're not putting as much time into that as maybe offensive tackle or defensive tackle here at the Combine, but they're gathering the information because you just – Never know. You could be the Vikings back in 2016, and you got Teddy Bridgewater locked in as your franchise quarterback, and then on August 30th, he suffers a horrific knee injury that basically sidelines him for two years, and all of a sudden you're trading a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. Well, if you didn't do the work on Sam Bradford, even though you knew you were never going to get the number one pick back in 2009 or whatever it was, you better have knowledge of who the guy is and what he's about and know the medical and everything else. Actually, a very prudent move. Tom, thank you so much for doing this. We're all busy out here. Enjoy the rest of the combine. You got it, Mark. Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network with all sorts of good stuff right there. I love the part where he ain't going, sorry, Minnesota, he ain't coming your way. Uh, you can meet with him all you want, but you're not getting the medicals there. And then, two, what a great point, and I, I like – got scared when he started talking about you know the idea that Caleb Williams is all flamboyant with all his endorsements and the money that he's already got in his pocket and the fancy cars and all that stuff if he struggles at all like he has to continue to live up to that but there there are some people that just have that presence of mind and they're able to be confident and continue on like putting they're able to put pressure on themselves and that's what Caleb Williams is doing and that is the right mentality too if you're a quarterback to be able to handle all that stuff a few text messages here from you guys and I appreciate your reaction 312-644-6767-773 the Bears don't really even have a choice at this point do they Correct. They really don't have a choice at this point. From 708, while I have been a Bear fan most of my life, and I want them to do well, but I must go against the thinking here, I don't see it. Okay. I'd like to know why. Um, 847, Pelissero sounds like Rick Hahn. I did not feel that. I did not sense that. Uh, 708, Rogers looks bigger than 6'1". I disagree with that. Aaron Rodgers is a short guy. Um, seven seven three. Hey Mark, do you feel that Caleb made it almost impossible to choose someone else? Yeah, I felt like this whole week it's been because I came into it with the the open mind and the skeptical mind of a reporter, just again that blank canvas, willing to listen and hearing everything out. But from the very start of the week, Ryan Poles and both Ma- and Matt Eberflus. Both gave little signs that the direction is probably going to be Caleb Williams with the way that they were talking about him in detail, with the way that they were both willing, or at least Ryan Poles was willing to talk about the possibility of trading Justin Fields and answer many of those questions and didn't shut any of them down. So the feeling is is that he is shopping Justin Fields. Will they find the proper trade partner sooner than later? That's not something that we know right now. And then Matt Eberfuss, and I've talked about this a couple of times in my hits and maybe 
even on on the clock. I can't keep it all straight. But Matt Eberflus, you know, talked about the traits that he likes in a quarterback, and the the big ones are fourth quarter, red zone, um, you know, getting rid of the ball quickly. We know that those are things that Justin Fields has struggled with. You know, he did talk about some of the positive types of things too. He wants the ability for a quarterback to be able to get out and run and be a leader. Justin Fields checks those boxes. He's not bad at the other things either, and he's getting better. But you can, you know, you you understand that what type of quarterback they're looking for, and it doesn't feel like it's it's Justin Fields in this case. So some great text messages from you guys. Let's read a couple more here. 708. Greg Gabriel says the Bears are trading both Fields and the first pick. Is he off or on edibles? Edibles. Um, 847. Grody, let's hope Caleb Williams is not another Todd Marinovich, also from USC. <laughs> no, you're the as far as I know... Sir or ma'am, you're the first person to do the Todd Marinovich thing. Although, you know, they they both were groomed to be quarterback, so I guess I get the comp. It felt different with Todd Marinovich. It felt like a strain with Marinovich, like stressful. Caleb Williams seems a little bit more joyous and like down with the program of you know Carl. Okay, Carl. Carl Williams putting him through, you know, getting him to start playing football at the age of 10. It sounds like he's down with the program. With Todd Marinovich, it always felt like forced, and he didn't seem to love football as much. Um, did did the, the Gabriel thing. But I, I love I, – I do like Greg Gabriel. We talk. But, yeah, I just – I don't see it, man. I'm sorry, Mr. Gabriel. I don't see them trading the, – what is he trading both fields and the first pick? I just – yeah. I don't. I do not see it. Um, any other ones? Let me just uh, make sure. Some of them need a little bit of editing. Um, oh yeah. Hey Mark, what potential first-round quarterback didn't have a good press conference? None of the quarterbacks I heard today didn't have good press conferences. As a matter of fact, they were the the guys that I the interviews that I got to be a part of. They were all terrific. I mean, I, I did think on the overall, big thumbs up for Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels was outstanding. And Drake May was very close to Caleb Williams in terms of, like, I the, the way I ranked them today, in terms of talkers and at the podium and the way they comported themselves, Caleb Williams was, was number one. And I'm not just saying that because he's going to be a bear. Drake May was second by an eyelash by an eyelash over Jaden Daniels because they were all excellent today. I was really impressed with these quarterbacks today, all of them. Coming up here on On the Clock, more of your text messages. Keep them coming. We're interacting, yo. 312-644-6767. You are going to hear from one of those quarterbacks. Unfortunately, I did not get to be a part of the J.J. McCarthy scrum because I was focusing on other things, but... We've got some audio from J.J. McCarthy, so we will listen to that. Apparently, he'd, he'd be very interested in playing from the Bears. There are two wide receivers that you keep hearing about as well, Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze. You will hear from those guys coming up next as well. This is On the Clock. I'm Mark Grody on The Score on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, the Bears shoot, um, you know, great, great, great sports town. Um, Chicago's about as good as it gets. So just got in there and let them know who I am. I don't think they knew much about me and uh, just show them, you know, you know, what I got and, you know, who I am and, and kind of speak, um, you know, speak on some of the plays and some of the tape. I can do it all. I can play inside the pocket. You know, I can play, um, you know, outside the pocket, make plays with my feet, you know, pick up first downs on the run, um, win intelligently. You know, I feel like a smart kid. So um, just try to, you know, one of those things where, if I can, you know, kind of try to do it all. What are your early impressions of what they've got going on there for a quarterback? To come? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, no doubt. You know, watching, you know, Chicago, you know, Cole Komet is, you know, a great tight end. And you got D.J. Moore who played in, I was a big Panthers fan growing up. So watching D.J. and, uh, you know, the ability to, you know, play in those cold weather games. And, uh, you know, always, in fact, Chicago always got a great defense. So Let's get back to more Bears draft talk with On the Clock featuring Mark Grody right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey. That was North Carolina quarterback Drake May. He's the other quarterback. When, you know, a couple of years ago we started to anticipate this draft, it was it was him and it was Caleb Williams who were talked about the most in terms of game-changing quarterbacks. It feels like some of the momentum has lessened for Drake May, and that may just be a product of all the hyperactivity surrounding Caleb Williams. Matter of fact, a texture here, perfect timing, from the 331. Drake May is the one to put the Bears and everyone else in the rearview mirror. Sorry, Caleb, you lose. Hey, who knows when it all shakes out? I tend to think that uh, Caleb's going to be the best of the bunch in here. From the 224, have you heard anything about either Pittsburgh or Denver looking into Fields? Why does it have to be Atlanta? It shouldn't matter where Fields wants to go. It's a great point. I mean, we've all been kind of obsessing over Atlanta, and I don't know if it's really even founded because it's just an easy connection because he's from Atlanta, and Atlanta probably could use a quarterback because they have all these great weapons just sort of standing there dormant waiting for somebody to get them the ball. So I think a lot of people connect that. But that's a great point. Why does it have to be Atlanta? And quite frankly, you know, you said there it shouldn't matter where Fields wants to go. Just from listening to Justin Fields on the St. Brown podcast, he did not sound like a person who would be overly thrilled to be going back home just because of the pain in the butt it is to play in your hometown and having to secure tickets. And, you know, the the lights get even brighter when that's the case and the expectations can be hard. So I I don't know. I didn't hear any enthusiasm from Justin Fields in that regard. But that that's certainly a a great question. As far as, like, have I heard anything about Pittsburgh and Denver? Yes, Pittsburgh. Um, that is something that I have heard, and that possibility does exist, but I don't have anything concrete on that right now. 224, Grody, if you were Kiss, are you Ace, Peter, Gene, or Paul? If you're a Beatle, John, George, Ringo, or Paul, 85 Bear, Walter, Mac, Fridge, or Hamp? I am not a Kiss fan, but I do like the name Ace Freely, so I'll be Ace Freely. Uh, definitely Paul McCartney. The Beatles, that's who I would be probably. That's more me. And 85 Bear, Walter, Mac, Fridge, or Hamp? Um, I'd say Wilbur Marshall in that case. 303, wide receiver class is deep, while the team has an edge center and safety needs. Yeah, center is still a need. Offensive linemen will speak tomorrow, so I don't have a whole lot for you on offensive linemen right now. But let's get to some more of 
the players that we talked to today, and as I said, J.J. McCarthy, the, the national champion local kid, J.J. McCarthy from, you know, played at Michigan and grew up in Chicagoland. Um, I did not hear him speak, so I'm hearing this for the first time as well. But apparently, J.J. McCarthy, oh boy, it sounds like he would love to play for the Bears. Yeah, you know, it's been one of my dreams of mine, you know, whether I'm playing for the Bears or against them. But yeah, Soldier Field, one of the oldest stadiums in America. And, you know, just growing up to the going to all the games and, you know, being part of a halftime thing where I was player of the week in Illinois, something that would be, you know, truly a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, man. I don't think J.J. McCarthy is coming to the Bears, but he's certainly at some point in time, I'm guessing he will play at Soldier Field. And just for the hell of it, I don't know if I can do this because I usually like to give the local kids my Bears rankings. You know, like Cole Komet, if you're from Chicago, you know, Cole Komet gets eight and a half Bears. I'm going to, just because he's local and he pandered and talked about Soldier Field, six and a half Bears for J.J. McCarthy right off the bat. Malik Neighbors, it is not out of the question that the Bears will try to snag him in the draft, likely they'd have to move up if they are really interested in him. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he would be there at nine. But here is Malik Neighbors on the prospect of potentially going to the Bears at number nine. I mean, you know, I'm happy to go anywhere where, I, where I'm, uh, you know, where I want it. Where I want it to be, you know, one of those receivers that they move around, can create, can give me the ball. So anywhere where I'm able to do those things. The idea of being paired with a rookie quarterback, would that be particularly with him? <laughs> yeah, you know, I talk to Caleb all the time. You know, he always, you know, talks about that I'm a great receiver. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for that day to be called, really. Yeah, one more from Malik Neighbors on his relationship with Caleb Williams. I would say, you know, it started playing the game, started playing Call of Duty with each other. Okay. And then that, that, that relationship, you know, when you, you know, when you're a football player, um, and you're able to, you know, connect with another football player. It just, it just one on one is like your brother, really. When you met with the Bears, sometimes they put guys through a putt putt or darts challenge. Did you do that with Chicago? <laughs> no sir. Okay. <laughs> they didn't seem to do any of that. I don't know if they scrapped it, if they decided not to do it, or if they felt like they were they were just wasting time doing the the putt putt and the darts because every, every time a player was asked today about the bears and their and even some yesterday they're like no didn't do any putting or darts so uh, something happened with the darts and the putt putt today but malik neighbors 20 year old lsu receivers um or lsu receiver 89 catches 1569 yards last year 17 yards per catch for him and you know he was just an absolute menace working with Jaden Daniels so yeah he would look good in a Bears uniform as well another guy that got a little bit more size um, very interesting character as well Roma Dunze the Washington wide receiver asked to um, who is the best receiver in this draft Bro, who's the best wide receiver in this class? Me. Yeah, and why, why is that? Um, I just think, you know, my versatility uh, on, the, on the field. I think, you know, I've shown all the skills that, that can translate to the NFL at, at a high level um, in different facets of my game. And I think who I am as a person, who I will be to a locker room, who I'll be in a, in a community are all uh, A+. Plus. Yeah, he was very interesting today. Super talented receiver, gregarious dude as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, I think I, I like Malik neighbors best in the wide receiver class 
But again, it's not like there's a giant gap between Malik Neighbors and Roma Dunze and the rest of the the wide receiver class, which is very sturdy throughout a few rounds as well. But the you know th- those are potential stars, the Roma Dunzes and the Malik Neighborses of the world. Are we gonna make it? We got one more cut I want to play before we get out of here, and that is Roma Dunze on the Bears. Rome, the Bears are in a situation where they could draft Caleb number one and then draft a receiver at nine. Is that something that would be appealing to you to be teamed up with a guy like him? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I got to see Caleb firsthand. I got to see his talents and abilities. So, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, um, and I know that he, he has an incredible talent. And, you know, I know he's a student of the game and someone who, who brings a lot of passion and a lot of desire to the game. So, of course, you know, to be paired up with him, it, it, would, be, it would be something special, I think. Okay, sorry, I thought we were going to get some music there. Roma Dunze right there, wide receiver, as we wrap up here from Indianapolis at the Combine. It's been a great week. I'm still going to, like I said, offensive lineman speak tomorrow. I think I'm on the air. Yeah, I'm going to be on BetQL tomorrow. I'll, I'll try to promote those appearances so you guys can hear what's going down. I'll promote on Twitter at Mark Rohde Sports and on a Sunday I will be on with Gabe Ramirez in the 9 o'clock hour to tell you more and give some concluding thoughts here from the Combine. But thank you so much for listening all week. I really appreciate the interactions. We can keep them going on Twitter. Again, at Mark Grody Sports. You can follow me there. Interact. I love to get it going on Instagram, too. Mark underscore Grody. Well, really, that's just for fun pictures and things Dude, do you want to go into the 7 o'clock hour again or what, bro? You want to (laughs) come hang out or what, man? I mean, like, come on. What do you want to do? At some point in time, I've got to stop. I've got dinner in Carmel, Indiana tonight with a buddy. So you're not going to make me stay, Gabe Ramirez. It's not going to happen, buddy. If you go if you go any later into this commercial break, I'm going to make you stay, Mark <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. That's the voice of Gabe Ramirez right there. He is coming up next. OPB. With Big Ant here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Big Ant is in the Rhodes. house tonight. What's up, Big Ant? Good to hear your voice, man. I, I cannot wait to hear both of you and your insights you're on everything. You're not about to be listening. Just, you're going you out for you're steak. Going to dinner, no, Popeye, man. Boys, gentlemen, 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 I am going to get in my car for the first time this week wow. and make about a 30-minute drive to Carmel, Indiana, there where my go. friend lives. So I will be listening to you go guys. Go to Sullivan's Steakhouse. I think I think there's a Sullivan's in Carmel. That's a good spot out there. Uh, okay, all right, all right. We're going to see what we're going to do. But uh, it's going – by the way, Gabe – I wanted to tell you, Yo. great conversation last night with that guy from Atlanta. Wasn't I love it? that guy. Dude, there were so many people that were in on that. But Chris Domino, we've had a really, really good relationship, and I think I thought it was really good as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, I'll get out of here now. Bye. Thanks, guys. 20 more seconds. You're staying the 7 o'clock hour. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe and Began are next. Thank you to Tyler Farringold for producing this show. Thank you to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network for coming on. Thank you to all of you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.